Well, this is the my, uh, worst segment of advice we've ever given, and it's said yeah. a lot. And then my um, advice is that I'm, I, I, I just got back from holiday, and I'm a day late for my shot. So oh, I'm, man. Like, I'm like the loser. You got to catch group. up, man. You got to take. Now you have to take two, you know, to build yeah, it back up. Is <laughs> how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Myself, Big Ron Parlo, of course, Dusty Hanshaw, and the producer, Scott McNally. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Yes, ring the bell. Dusty, you would have made an amazing drummer. And um, <laughs> timing. Yes, exactly. And remember, I am mutant.com. Mutant showing me and Dusty love for a very long time and now showing Scott love and uh, showing the show love. And they're supporting us and love what we do and don't ask us to really do anything except. <laughs> Send you to IamMutant.com. That's all you got to do. Go to IamMutant.com. Get your ISO Surge, the most delicious protein ever. Get the chocolate peanut butter. It's my favorite protein ever made. Um, get the all in, and everyone should get on. Everyone. I just bought everyone. some madness out of, out of my own oh, money. Yeah. I picked up some madness the other day because I have like a bunch of citrus. So madness is like the pared down version. All in has like... All, right. all in has the pump all, stuff too. Yeah, yeah. so I have so all that much. stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get madness. So you and just then I'll got throw that concentrate. stuff in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. like Adderall. That shit's strong. <laughs> strong. <laughs> well, I, we okay. got to mention too, real quick on mutant, so everyone's oh, ready. And the codes: Dusty twenty, yes. Big Round twenty. Get your twenty yes. percent off. There's some new gear dropping soon, and I just got. A particular bag in the mail that I can't go into too much detail on, oh. but it's not very often that a bag comes into my house and everyone wants one and I have to oh, say no. No kidding. Yeah. I was like, we went four for four on everyone wants this bag. So <laughs> when you see us start talking about a bag, which will be October 1st. Okay. By then, because they'll be gone. They're going to be gone really quick. I could just tell. I was like, oh, these are going to go. Okay. Yeah. So heads up. Heads up for those okay. of you watching. There you go. That was genuine, and I had no idea Dusty even knew that information. So there you go. So you knew about the I bag. Right. Yeah, but that's because I just realized I was away on holiday, so I haven't opened yeah. my box yet. I didn't know oh, what was in it. Okay. So now yeah. I know what they sent me because Dusty yes. told me what was in his box. Yeah, yeah four yeah. of them. Four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Be greedy. So, um, yeah, and also thanks to Patreon. All oh, those yes. uh, kick-ass people on Patreon, thank you very much. The Patreon is uh, very much appreciated. It uh, keeps a producer homed. Yes, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and also we, you know, we get a lot of good stuff from the Patreon people. They send questions and stuff. We try to always make sure we prioritize that stuff for them too. Yeah, I think we have so, a couple today, as a matter of yeah, fact. yeah. And thank yeah, you, thank yeah. you, everybody, because it is a a huge help. And honestly. Patreon is more value financially to me at this point than YouTube revenue is because YouTube's demonetizing all the stuff again. But I feel more confident, like I don't feel as bummed about it because it's like I'm still actually right. able to pay the bills with this, you know, thanks yeah, to Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys. We need you home. Yeah. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Homed and interneted. Yes. Okay. So we had we 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 sort of we sort of decided on a, a lead topic just out of like the questions that we had, didn't we, Scott? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Paige, actually, and uh, IFBB Pro Paige. She oh, is okay. Oh, there we go. also part of the Patreon. I know you guys have met her a couple times. I met her at the Olympia last year. Um, yeah. 
and and I thought this is something you guys could both relate to because we've kind of talked about this in the past, but we haven't gotten into the specifics. Uh, as coaches, how do you guys get your clients to try <laughs> more weight in the gym when you can tell that they don't try? They don't try that they need to use more weight, basically. <clears throat> and he says, she says, especially females. Uh, and what's the best way to uh, communicate this uh, efficiently? Being serious yet not being an a hole. Dusty. Oh, she didn't write Dusty. But she meant it. I <laughs> we felt knew. It. We knew. Thanks, yeah. Paige. Appreciate that. So she's asking you, Ron, what what would you do first? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, I you know, Jordan Peters has that phrase, touch new weights. Mm-hmm. And um I will admit I th- I think I worded it differently previous to that, but then once I you know, Jordan said that I think that's just how, how I word it now. I tell people that all the time. You know, touch some new weights. Like if I see videos and I think they're there's like we talked about this before, there's almost a, a for a certain level of bodybuilder. Okay, I'm not talking about the extremely advanced who's moving massive poundages, but for a certain level of bodybuilder, there is such thing as too strict. Like, mm, right. Like you got to dig in, you know, like, like, yeah, you do those perfect like eight reps, but then you can, you can get a couple more with like, you know, the old John Meadows rule, five to 10% form breakage is, is actually what he considers failure. So mm-hmm. depending on the exercise, five to 10% of your form altering, that's when he then shuts it down. Cause you know, there's that, like you got to grit through a couple of reps. And uh, sometimes you see that that's not happening. Like they're doing perfect form on say a pull down. But uh, but as soon as there's that that like with absolutely perfect form, they'll stop the set and they're like, "I'm training to failure." It's like, well, you technically you are, but yeah. you could have you could have got a couple more reps and they would have done you some good. And you know your 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 you know their weights aren't that big yet. There's you know what I mean that sort of level. Mm-hmm. You can I don't know. I think it's important that people just like like just really really train hard like you've got to really apply yourself your weights aren't huge yet there's no risk of a lot in a lot of ways like like there's just a different world it's not like you know you know that the bigger and stronger you get you know obviously the more careful you have to be with every little thing but i just think a lot of people aren't kind of gritting out enough reps yeah i was gonna add that there's we got to remember we're not powerlifting, so you're not doing one rep and this is something that, that even now, uh, Ron, with the adjustments you helped me make years ago as far as increasing the reps and everything, you, you know, like, well, I'm not going to get none. So let me see. Like, m- maybe you bump up, like you said, you're doing a pull down and you bump up a little too high and ah, you only get seven good reps and you were thinking 12. That's fine. Like, you didn't get hurt, but you got to kind of find that line to know where it is. I think we all act like if it doesn't go flawlessly, we die. Like, you you just need to kind of feel it out. And I've had a couple occasions um, recently where I've done that. I had a guy at the gym one day. Uh, he's I've been watching him. He's he's doing his leg presses, and I kind of see the same thing. And he says, yeah, I'm I'm going for 15. I said, all right. So... He puts his heads down and he slides his knee sleeves on. And uh, I give a nod over to a friend of mine and we both add a plate when he wasn't looking. <laughs> and then he got, then we pushed him through 17 reps. Yeah. And he stood up and he's like, man, that's the best I've done in a while. I said, yeah. Plus there was 90 more pounds on there. And he was like, he didn't know. He didn't what? know. No idea. So we got two more reps than he thought he was going to get. And we added 90 pounds. Holy crap. If, if I'd have showed him the 90 pounds, he got 10. Yeah. 
And that's the thing people have to realize is that brain, that connection, yeah. like you can do this. So you got to get that in your mind as you're creeping up. Like it's okay to go for 15 and truly miss at nine because you didn't have them. But a lot of times we let our minds, oh, I can't do that. You know, I did yeah, that to yeah, Nikki yeah. too the other day, Ron, because we adjusted her laterals to really make sure she's hitting the, the delts. And now she's really particular about the weight and wanting to do it obviously well. So the other day she was like, yeah, I, just the twenties. And I said, okay, cool. And I brought them over to her. I handed them to her. She strapped in and she nailed them. I'm like, that looked good. And she goes, yeah, it was great. I said, those were 25s. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, like sometimes yeah. you, you just have, and now she knows, okay, I can do 25 clean. You know, so play yeah. with those thoughts in your mind because I really think the the biggest thing for people to focus on is intensity first off, not just weight. Yeah. But understanding that if you're going into the gym and doing the same thing every day, the same weights, the same reps, and the diet's the same and everything's the same, there's no reason for your body to grow. Yeah. So pretty simple. You got to lean into things. You know, you got to lean into things. You got to touch some new weights. You got to like, um, you know, I know, uh, especially more, more female, they, they don't do the six rep stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, some sixes aren't going to hurt you. They're going to be probably be good for you. Don't be, don't be afraid to like move that pin down three more plates and, and get down in that zone and just see how it feels, you know? Yeah. You're totally safe. It's something we're always redefining too. Like what that intensity is what failure is and and i was just telling somebody one of my guys that i work with uh either this morning or yesterday it's all blurring together now but uh that like in six months we, we just started working together and in six months his definition of an intense set is going to be different than it is right now yeah you know and yeah. I, oh, yeah. I and it's something we can keep redefining because even in my 40s now i can still continue to redefine that you know like it, it, two years ago, what in what a really intense set was looks different than it does now. And, and it reminds me, too, of something, one thing to consider, I guess, that I was talking about that with Dave Tate when I was on his show a while back. And he had said, well, keep in mind that when you're new, there's, he said there's two different types of failure. There's the failure that an advanced guy knows where he's failing in the muscle. And then there's the failure that the new guy knows and that's where he's just trying to literally use everything in his body it takes it does take time to figure that out like how to how to really you know pull with the back pull with the lats um mm -hmm. but it, you know as as you figure that out i think that it, it's really you don't have to pile on a ton of weight like you guys said just adding a little bit just adding a small amount go up one plate you know that's all it yeah, takes yeah yeah to do, yeah. I mean, Jordan, he's he's used the, the like the the two point fives. Dusty, you you're a DC guy from way back. Wow. Didn't you guys all use the, like the one one point two fives and stuff uh, like that? I haven't had one pound uh, uh, magnetic weights that I used to use for like because oh. for example, like a dumbbell curl, I can't go up five pounds and yeah. still be any. You know what I mean? If, if you're curling a forty five or a fifty, <laughs> and you get to the top end of rep range, you just go fifty five with the same form. Yeah, that's an enormous jump for one arm. You know. And, and I was, I'm glad you asked that because that's a thing that blows my mind. Even at, in the gym, just every day you watch people, it's like, they don't think the fives, tens exist. It's either yeah. a quarter or a plate. And I'm like, that's, that's enormous. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> we, we used to use the 2.5s all the time. Yeah. Um, yep. we, Throw on I, a I used to, I used to <laughs> joke that the one and a quarters were just for the seated calf raise, like to space the plates. 
Um, <laughs> you know, but the two and a half, we use those all the time because you watch Blood and Guts. You watch Dorian's video and he's they're using the little, you got the little two and a halfs over top of the tens, you know, like, and yeah. he talked about that all the time. That was part of, of Yates training was like using those little plates and keeping track of them and, you know, so, yeah. you know, the, we, uh, use, we use that stuff. You know, the metal clips that just like you squeeze and slide them on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to tell Tommy that sometimes like I'd be doing deads. I'm like, you know what? Throw two clips on each side. I feel Throw good. Throw a couple today. clips. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go up a clip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eight plates aside and two clips. Get this party started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last week, one clip. And then write that in the caption. Two clips. Yeah. Eight plates, two clips. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Say two girls, one cup. <laughs> do not google that <laughs> that's still a thing i don't know oh, God. maybe that could yeah. be our next watch party yeah <laughs> i think everybody's so desensitized on the internet nowadays it's like yeah that's nothing yeah like back you know? then that was a big deal and now it's yeah. like oh yeah yeah <laughs> i saw that oh, in my feed earlier yeah <laughs> <laughs> right oh that's terrible oh that's man terrible. Okay, and enough about enough about uh, uh, the, what, what would that have been? The hits of the what? What year would that have been? Two thousand nineties, right? Is that that? No, come on, is that that new? Yeah, yeah, that was well, like yeah, 2000. it's like a wow. video. Come on, yeah, I feel like it's like jammed like, into my soul when I was a child. Like I, no, everything no, changed. No, that's, an, that's an adult trauma. Yeah, that's everything changed after that because everyone tricked you into doing it when you didn't know, and you're like, oh, okay, do, 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 ding, yeah. wow, oh, yeah, okay, okay. That explains okay. a lot. What a were lot. we talking about? We got a little sidetracked. Where we are? That was completely my fault. Scott, bring that us back in. Fault. Scott, bring us back in. Yeah, well, we had a bunch yeah. of stuff, but I, before we started the show, uh, Dusty, you started. I, I'm, we have to divulge what you were talking about before the show. With your, oh yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta yes. tell the people. We're like we're going off format here. This isn't a listener question. We're just anything, winging it. Yeah, this it's this important is just a, information. I'm, I'm only caring because Scott has a story to help me with. So um, <laughs> I started uh, a, a uh, my first cycle since the coma. It's before Whoa. the coma. Um, and uh, I'm four doses. I'm trying to be careful with my words here. That's with, good. Uh, You're doing real good. I mean, we did the whole four... two girls, one cup thing and all that. But <laughs> you know? we didn't say what it was. <laughs> Just two kids sharing a beverage. Um, okay. Anyways, <laughs> so I like ice cream. Yeah. I started that. Uh, I'm, four, I'm four doses in, and today was the first time. Because I guess it's just been so long that I remembered what it does mentally. And I'm not talking about anger. Or, yeah, I just remember, like I was telling the guys, I, I was getting ready to do my warm up set of decline uh, dumbbell skull crushers, 35 pounds each hand. Each hand. It's nothing. Yeah. Lean back. I start moving and I realize like I am so locked in on what I'm doing and what I'm feeling. It, it was like I was preparing for the heaviest skull crushes I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And it literally it hit me right here. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this feeling. Like, because I, I can't speak for anyone else, I kind of go through the motions on those. I mean, you warm ups, you're moving your body and like thinking, but I'm never like really contracting and I got up and I was like, oh, I forgot. Well, it's so light this. for you. It almost doesn't activate your tricep. Yeah. It's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of mental focus, but it was, I was excited enough that I stood up and I, I told Nikki, I was like, Oh, it's in now. And she goes, Oh, you feel something? I'm like, no, you think, you know, <laughs> you, you know, the primos kick in when the 35s get light. 
yeah. yeah. I was like, I was, I was excited. I was like, this is fantastic because you do forget about that. And I've never been a huge buyer in on the get drastically stronger. I just add reps right. to the mm. same weights when I'm on or off. So, so it, it was really like the mental connection, just being like locked in. In the, and so by the I, way, I, I train in like a, a big box gym, so it's hard to do there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so what, 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 what are you taking? You can't just say you started your first single since oh, the coma. Yeah. How many I've grams? Got little, I've got oh, great, hundred grams. <laughs> how many grams? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking a seven fifty test. Okay. Oh. I'm taking three hundred oh, mass, and I just oh. did uh, five hundred of the primo. Nice. So I'm taking a nice, and this will throw you guys off. I'm trying to lose weight at the same time. I just want to get a little leaner. So I'm trying. I'm shooting for two. I'm shooting for two seventy by the Olympia. Okay. And so I'm jacked. We'll see how much jacked is left in the old guy, but two seventy, <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm predicting so yeah, the- right now that you are visibly different. Like by the by the time, like like I'm talking like. Oh shit, Dusty grew. Like by the time from the last time I saw you would have been the Arnold, right? right so yep. if I see you at the Olympia, then I'm gonna predict be. now that it'll be like dramatically different. It better be because I'm actually like I'm I literally I checked stepped on the scale this morning. I was two eighty three, I was like thirteen pounds. I don't care if I gotta do extra cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing this. I am gonna have I still have my day. So like, you know, Saturday we won't talk about how that probably affects the weight. You know, you, yeah. you can't have five cheat meals in a day. So I might bring that down to two this weekend. <laughs> right, but, right, right. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's the plan. So hopefully I, I look the way that, you know what it is? I just want to look like shoulders back. One thing yeah. about A, the tattoos and B, just being heavy is like, I love sh- capped shoulders. And right now I have like, <laughs> they're in there. I think there's a shoulder under there somewhere. Yeah, they're in there. Like the shoulder and okay. the tricep and all is just one. So you just want to like, like mellow out on the delts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. When in doubt, I'll just SEO the hell out of them the night before. Um, anyways. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's the Olympia. You well, know? It's give me your story, Scott, because the only reason I told this was so you could tell me about this. Well, so I. it's funny you should say this. So <sighs> I. this is maybe about three, three, four weeks ago now. Um, I, I fell into a bunch of cod. Somebody gave me a bunch of cod that they, they couldn't eat. It wasn't on their diet anymore. And, uh, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm eating fish for a while. And instantly the first time I made it, I cooked up a bunch of rice and my diet has been like, you know, I make sure I get carbs in, I make sure I get protein in. It might be like, you know, uh, like some taco seasoning on some ground turkey, and then I'll throw that in a pita or something like like a tortilla or something. Right. Like, oh, there's 30 grams of carbs, you know, 30 grams of protein. I'll call this a meal. Like, that's literally been my life for the past couple of years. And at best, trying to maybe just like keep the food up, feeling like, oh, I don't want to lose muscle. So I try to just eat and and haven't really been in any type of a, of a deficit. So the second I started eating this fish, I was like, oh, man, I'm getting hungry. Like an hour <laughs> later, I'm hungry, you know, it's yeah. a good feeling. It's like, I forgot about being hungry. I wonder, I wonder if maybe I just eat fish for the next meal too, you know? And so I, I got, I, I got kind of uh, fired up to do some dieting and then love it. maybe two weeks into that, I have this bottle of injectable debris. 
It's been in my drawer for about... <laughs> it's been 1987? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Tijuana from 87. <laughs> I, don't go that far back. I don't go you that far back. I don't go that far back. You had like, you know, a grand piano or something. Like, like it's just like a, a thing that just... Lay it around. It's you know, body old bodybuilder supplies. It was from back in the day, and uh, that was my favorite compound too. And every once in a while, I'd take the vial out, and I'd remember the good times, and I'd you know put it back and forget about it for the next year and a half. So I pulled it out, and I was like, "Oh, this is starting to crash a little bit." I was like, "Huh, I wonder if I could bring that back by putting it in a cup of hot water." So yeah, I do that. It. <laughs> so I do that. Put it in the wow. cup of hot water. Two minutes later, I'm like, "Yep, it's." It's back. It's perfect. Fuck, it looks good as new. And that's exactly what I said. So the next step was like, you know what? Why don't I take 25 milligrams before I work out here? That's what I did. And guess what? Instantly, because it's it's in your system instantly, I felt a pump that I haven't felt in a long time. Like, I'm telling you, like, my hands were pumped. My forearms were pumped. Just freaking holding the bar. Everything was like, damn. I, and it was that same thing where I'm like, I forgot all about this because it's been a while it's been like a couple of years plus since i had been on cycle of any type so that's it i'm running 25 d ball on workout days only so it's like four or five crazy blast i'm getting i'm getting pretty consistent with the training and i've got my split rolling i'm pretty happy with it and yeah my goal is just to lose fat and and you know maintain muscle but i think i'm i think i'm growing in the process because i hadn't taken anything in a long time so and what so being hungry, I'm eating more. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's yeah. like I'm not missing meals now. Yeah. So what what year is that made? It's not actually like a Mexican bottle. It's like an no, no, no. Some... Yeah, it would have been from like 2000. And it's 10 years old at least. Like oh, at wow. least, that's, yeah. Put it this way: it said it expired amazing. like in 2019 or something. Oh no, like, it's still know? good. Oh yeah. D- I mean, the ball is a very stable molecule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it basically, you know, purifies itself. You know, do not listen to this at home, people. Yeah, it's like plutonium. It's half Pretty life. Much. It's like just like oh, my God. twenty thousand years on the shelf. It's listen, fine. if it's if it's a little weaker, which could happen over time, you know. I mean, if I'm still getting nah. twenty, that's all I need. You know, I think it's like it's those old lem- those old lemon uh, barbets in uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Remember that old lemon that that old lemon that he gets out of the safe. And it yes. hits so hard because oh, it's yeah. so old. Yeah, 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 no, no. I think that's what happens to D ball. It just like, ages and it gets actually, better. It's like a it fine wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, just, I just so love. Wait till week four. I love this trick. How this worked though. He's like, oh, I'll have a little fish. Oh, I'm yeah. feeling kind of hungry. Ah, I should take some drugs. So fish really, you're saying <laughs> yeah. fish, fish is, white fish is a gateway to being pretty much being yeah. D ball. Okay, pretty much. it is. Yeah, it yeah. makes perfect well, sense. Well, this is the my, uh, worst segment of advice we've ever given, and it's said yeah. a lot. And then my um, advice is that I'm, I, I, I just got back from holiday, and I'm a day late for my shot. So oh, I'm, man. Like, I'm like the loser. You got to catch group. up, man. You got to take. Now you have to take two, you know, to build it yeah, back no, up. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Front load your TRT. Why aren't you on the same wavelength? I mean, Scott and I didn't talk about this. I literally we just was like, knew. Yeah. We it's just like knew. when girls Genius. when girls spend enough time together and their cycles line up. Yeah, right. Dusty, my cycle lined up. Yeah, their cycles lined up. That's why Scott had that the, the the desire. It was like right after it hit me. I was like, oh yeah. First shot, wiped it off, and Scott was like, I should do some injections. 
Debo. He's like thousand miles away. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I need to do? He was he was asleep. Victoria's like, what are you doing? He's like, I gotta take a shot. Got another night take a shot. Yeah, Dusty just took Primo. Oh, uh, yes. Good well, times. well, you see me at the Olympia. I will probably be noticeably lighter and a bit leaner. How's that possible? I don't know if leaner is leaner. Yeah, right. To be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know, man. The other day, I took a little video. I should actually send it. I, I just don't like sending videos of me shirtless to my male friends. <laughs> so it's not something I do. But I took a video in the mirror that. and I was just like, I was, I, I came in from a ride the other day and took yeah. my shirt off. And I drink a lot of like uh, EAAs with salt in it while I'm riding, Ooh, you know, yeah, to stay right. hydrated. Yeah. So I probably drank two liters of that while I was riding, and I sweat, you know, came in and I took my shirt off. I was walking around the condo, and and uh, Emily was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> and then I looked in the mirror, and I had a thousand veins. On Hell my, yeah, a thousand thousands and thousands of capillaries just everywhere completely covering my entire surface of my body i love I that like, feeling that i was like great. fuck i don't know if i ever like my glutes aren't striated because i don't have the muscle and i still got some fat on me but just this like no like no water no like i, I don't know if i was that vascular when i was like huge huh like i'm as vascular as i ever was yeah, which is like funny because you think vascularity comes from like being on gear, you know. No, but yeah, I just no. think like all those veins are still there. Like when I look at the pictures of me, like big and veiny, yeah, I look mm-hmm. at where the veins are, I, they're still all there. Like I can see all the same veins. So, but now I'm smaller, so they almost look closer together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the surface area has changed. That so makes like, sense. Yeah. Freakier looking. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. That's freaking, oh, I don't know. It's, it's funny how this all evolves, though, for real, because, you know, you spend so much time where it's your focus. Like, tr- I mean, when you were bodybuilding, your biggest focus in life was bodybuilding, at least mine was. Trying to like, be freakier. Like, how do I get yeah. bigger? How do I get bigger? So Not when you like take some time off, look freaky. Yeah, I did. I accidentally look fat. Um, <laughs> you know, when you do, so that's the cure for anybody who thinks that they're like clicking along. I did it knowing. I was like, I'm gonna take a picture. Because okay. the mirrors the mirror is nice to you. You need to see it. You mm. take a picture, you go, ah, right, we gotta go. Like yeah. and it's it's just because it I don't think my body fat is higher than it used to get in the off season all the time. But when you're not two ninety-five with muscle everywhere, it don't look the same. It's not nice to you. You're like, ooh, that's yeah. not a I'm looking at Nikki like, you should have said something. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. Taking one you for the letting, team. <laughs> you were letting me walk around looking like that. Oh, That's I mean, funny. yeah, it's rough. So especially with, you know, Ron here, inside out all the time. I'm like, right? Yeah. And not that I have any desire. I, know. I have no desire to get like that. Don't get me wrong. There's no, there's no, nothing of that there. But, you know, geez, you can't just be f- like, we're yin and yang currently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny. but yeah. So if anybody wants to know, that's the one thing that I guess I forgot about was that, that the mental lock that takes place when you're, when you're rolling. I'm like, okay. And this is just beginning. So the next few weeks should be a lot of fun. You know, what's interesting, too, that mental side is um, when I talked to Dr. Mike Miltek, the neuroscientist, and we talked all about dopamine, what the, the way I understood it is that 
that that focus that you get and that satisfaction that you get that that's related to dopamine that testosterone has literally a direct relationship to dopamine when testosterone goes up dopamine goes up so if you take any anabolics your dopamine levels are going up and that's what gives you we all associate like that drive with being on the hormone but it really comes down to having increased the dopamine which i find that fascinating oh for sure plus i think the the drastic thing is when you're kind of going on and off during your your time as a bodybuilder yeah. you don't really notice it as much because you weren't gone very long you know right. what I mean? No, that's what the way so I feel. This was exactly. very shocking. I was like, "Whoa!" Like me too. Like I went into the gym thinking anything. It's it's literally been two weeks, and I'm like, "I miss this." I don't remember even having this, but so now I, the only way to get it again, I guess, is to take another couple of years off and try it down the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every few years, just do something to remember. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sorry, Ron. Get in the game, all, buddy. I know. You'd be shredded and jacked, dude. No, I'm a, I, 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 I broke my scale, so I have to get a new scale, so I don't actually know what I weigh. So okay. I, I ordered one, and it should arrive soon. So he we'll see. A gym. Yeah, but a I, gym. I mean my morning weight. You know, you need like that. <laughs> you got to have the morning yeah. weight. Yeah, not have the morning weight. Yeah. I don't like the morning weight currently. Like, How's that still 283? What the hell? <clears throat> what else we got, Scott? Okay. Yeah, what's um, next? We had a bunch of stuff. We had... Fire them. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll just uh, pull from the top here. Okay, what about this one? Somebody says, uh, uh, Scott, can you please ask this question to all of the guests? I think he means like co-hosts and hosts on all of the shows. Um, why are most of the top pros these days, why do they have zero hair shedding issues? Um, what have they discovered? Almost everyone has a full set of hair. Everyone, in all caps. Hmm. Huh. Uh, I don't know if that's actually a fact. Yeah, I, I don't know either. You know, but let's just pretend it is. <laughs> and uh, I would say that people are just smarter now with understanding like DHT and its relationship to male pattern baldness. Um, mm. They have more ways of controlling DHT. Yeah. You know, you can actually take DHT blockers. Um. Uh, also, too, there's like other ways that can help control DHT, like, you know, like various things you can do with your nutrition and stuff to try to minimize that. And then also um, there's just more options for drugs. Like, you know, back in the day, if like you wanted to do a show, you had to get a bottle of Winnie, but like maybe Winnie makes your hair fall out. So now guys are using something else, you know, like it's just yeah. it's just people getting smarter. And uh, also, too, uh, like I know lots of guys that have gone and got hair that got their hair fixed. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I know somebody like did way, that. Way cheaper, way easier to do. Guys hmm. go to Europe and get, uh, I don't know what they're exactly been doing, some kind of hair transplant thing going on. And they're mm-hmm. way better at it, too. So that's also a thing. Okay. You know, I think you nailed everything currently. Uh, the only thing I would add is watch these. <laughs> this all these every one of these pros all caps in six years Mm. because there are guys that had full heads of hair as we were coming up and then as they were pros and now i mean i can visibly see it thinning as the game has went on um for me it was really simple my on my mother's side her dad was completely bald like bald like he shaved his head so i already knew what was going to happen i didn't even bother I was like, I'm going bald either way, so I'm not even going to think about it. 
Like, just got, I never got ahead of it, huh? I understood. I was like, well, I probably just get there quicker, but I'm getting baldy ways where right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah. So because I wasn't had really a ton a- of hair, but yeah, it wasn't really a thought either. That's yeah. a question I get asked all the time I, on the Q and A's. Literally, would you rather be jacked or have a whole head of hair? I'm like, didn't I already make that choice? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that yeah. choice was made, sir. Yeah. I never had a problem. I had like a full head of hair the entire time I competed and didn't have a problem at all. I didn't start really like having like my hairline even move till I was like 40. Yeah. And, and you know, even then I just moved enough that I was like, oh, I'll just shave my head now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even care. So do that. And it was like the, the same. Yeah. 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 You Don't be I mean? a guy that hangs on for, I feel bad for those guys. Like I oh, want to walk over that. and be like, it's time, bro. It's time. We got to shave it. This moved back enough on me that I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, you know, I was already in my forties, so it didn't, I didn't even care. And, and it was already done bodybuilding. <laughs> you could have done it sooner. Cause the, you know, the smaller your head looks, the right. wider your shoulders right, right. look, you know, could I, I, did you? Sh- I did shave my head for an early show. I have a picture, uh, a few pictures of me with a shaved head on stage. Yeah. I was like 22. Yeah. yeah. You know, I forgot that's to the bring- only thing that ever bothered me in my, like, I'm secure in every part of my weirdness that I am. But when I had a bald spot, like, and I had already shaved my head, but you could see it as soon as hair grew in. It's the only thing that ever bothered me in my entire life. Where I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. Nobody else cares, but it bothered right. me. And that's why I got the tattoo done. It literally bothered me enough. I was like, I got to get this handled. I had my friend tattoo my head. So the whole thing is just looks like, so as long as my hair is shaved, I've had people ask like, why do you shave your head? You have a full head of hair. I'm like, that's ink. Really? That's yeah, ink. It fucking looks great. I can't even like, man. I I didn't even know till you told me. Yeah, right. You told us on the like, show what? one time a while I back. I with didn't you have for like any three idea. years. Didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. I just that's it's funny. Spying I was listening to press from above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have known. At, <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to see me in the past. You'd have been looking away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought that was funny because I've never cared about any. You know, I had no insecurities that. I didn't even like to take my, I'd be in my house with a hat on. I'm like, ah, oh, gotta yeah. go out the garbage. We put my hat on. I don't want the neighbors to see the bald guy. It drove me nuts. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? No one cares but me, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> we had a question yeah. a while ago and I said in our last Q and a, I was going to, we were going to do it. And I totally forgot. Perfect timing though. We had somebody ask, they were like, they asked Ron, but in the past, somebody asked you, Dusty, what do you guys do for shaving your head? Like, what do you use? Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah. Ahead. Well, I did. I I just got that that pit bull. So a little plug for the pit bull. Yeah, it's like a handheld, like electric razor. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, one of the guys that like go in your palm. One yeah, like it's like electric razor, but you hold it in your palm, and it's just really easy to use on your head. I just started using it. I was just clipping before, but now I'm trying to like keep it cleaner and yeah, yeah. You know, Treat it like yeah, a I do the same thing. Do you? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's called a skull shaver. I think is the brand of this one. It's all the same thing though, yeah. and they are awesome. Plus, what I love about it versus using trimmers, it pulls all the hair in, so you don't make a mess. And then all you're gonna do is uh, pop the little thing yeah. off, yeah. clean the hair out, and you're done. Because that's a thing. If any, any of you guys that have ever shaved your head with yeah. trimmers. Like you got to clean your whole house, <laughs> ten thousand square feet. Your house has hair everywhere. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, like, I used to get done, and I would just look in the bathroom. I'm like, how is this possible? I would, <laughs> I would always stand in the shower. I would stand in the uh, shower yeah. and do it. 
yeah, yeah. see i had the pr- prior to the one blade i had the ones that plugged into the wall so yeah, i'm like yeah, just yeah. sitting there just firing hair everywhere and actually uh i think nikki got tired of cleaning up after me because she bought me the uh, skull <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like a two hundred dollar yeah. gift. She's like, "I got you this." I'm like, "You got you that." Nice try. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're also you're not going to nick yourself with that. I know that like with clippers, you can like end up with like a, a scratch here and there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. those things are great. Anybody who thinks about it, jump, get one. Use code think. No, we don't have that. We yeah, don't have a code. They <laughs> should have a code after all this sales. We That's just free plug. Think. All right. What about this one? So, uh, gentlemen. Discussion for the next show, uh, not including the ones that you that you have been to. Uh, you each have an opportunity to go to three Mr. Olympia finals from the past. And it's very beginning from its very beginning to present day. Which three finals are you going to go to and why? First, when, what's the first was 92 when Dorian took second or when he won? 91, he took second. Uh, Haney's 91 Olympia. Win. I want to go to that. Let's see for Haney's sure. final win and Dorian and, takes second and, the, and Vince Taylor third. Yeah, I want to go to that because I feel like having watched it, um, you could see where what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like Dorian came out of nowhere. And you, you got to remember, like, this is an Instagram time. Like, if you weren't in the mix, you had no idea who he was. Yeah. That yeah. guy popped he, on the scene and and even won a round against the greatest, in my opinion, of all time. Like, yeah. I think back then, Haney was the best. I think Haney was the best until Ronnie. So, yeah, yeah I would love yeah, to be that, at that one. That's my first choice. Yeah. Um, my The guy that I've mentioned him before – um, my old buddy, Eric, who taught me how to squat. He was like my first like bodybuilding kind of mentor, you know, mm-hmm. um, the guy that was like, Hey, you could squat with me like that dude. That I yeah. Yeah. Before. Um, he was at the 91 Olympia. It was in Florida. It was at Disney world. It was like in Orlando, I believe. Right. And, uh, that was where Haney won his last one. Yeah. And he was at that one and he's got a picture of Dorian with like him and Dorian and Dorian's got the blonde mullet. And I old, love the like, mullet. The old teal and pink tracksuit that the, the TARDIS <laughs> that, he, that he wore. Yeah, just like I the, love it. The, you know, the pre pre Olympia champ. You know, he wasn't the champ yet, and he's got that great picture of him and Dorian. So I always remember him showing me that. Heck, he had it framed. Yeah, yeah. I got to. We got to get him on the show. Yeah. Just tell the story. We need a ten minute. <laughs> I need to hear about this. Yeah, All right, Ron, yeah. What's so What's your a, first choice, Ron? Um, I would love to go see the 93 Olympia where Dorian wins his second title, but he comes out and like crushes everyone and does that famous posing routine with the techno beat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of that techno beat thing that he does. And, um, you know, my first Olympia was 2002, right? So I'm just trying to think like maybe the 2000 with Ronnie and Jay. You've been to a lot of that them, one. then. Yeah, yeah, I've been to a lot of them, but I wasn't in two. I wasn't there in two thousand um, or two thousand one. Two thousand one was Ronnie Jay. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there in two thousand one with Ronnie and Jay with that close call. I mean, so I'd say I'd say ninety three <clears throat> to see Dorian win two thousand one, and then um, I'd say the ninety eight Olympia to see. 
yeah ronnie win the first one because that would have been a mind-boggling surprise for every single person in the room which would have been interesting to experience because we i mean i think the closest thing i've ever seen to that type of an upset would be roden beating heath right right but but with the title vacant the amount of excitement would have been so high because it could have been any, you know what I mean? But but it was all about flex and it was all about Nasser. Nasser it was and, all about yeah, those Kevin. guys, right? And yeah. uh, so I think that would have been a killer one to go to. So I'll say 93, 98, 2001. Yeah, 98 would have been nuts because the difference is even though Roden came out, there were people who thought he could do it. No one after a ninth place finish the year before where they're like, ah, Ronnie might win. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I talked to Chad about that. I think he even talked to us about that. Like he was the only person on the planet that was like, Ronnie's going to be a problem. No kidding. Right. You know, he had just started working with them. Ronnie had won that, that did he win the Toronto show or something? Like the night of champions. Right. And he beat Lavrone at the grand prix, like the year before, so like he had done the a couple of things, but mm-hmm. it's like almost like everyone was kind of thinking, ah, oh, well, he had a few good things in like ten years, like right, like they didn't see him doing this, you know, like it was almost like oh, he finally had some good showings, yeah, he's been around yeah. forever, you know, that was almost what how people thought of Ronnie winning the Night of Champions and stuff. Most people just weren't thinking about him, and Chad's like, this is gonna be a fucking problem, and then he tells that story about picking up. The guys from the airport, I think it was Tom Prince and Flex Wheeler. I think he picked them both, or Tom Prince and someone else, he picked them up. And he had Ronnie's photos because he had picked them up from the post office. Okay. Because they were mailing photos, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he had them that Ronnie had mailed him. And he goes, these are Ronnie's photos. I I got them today. And he gave them to, like, Tom Prince. And he told a story about Tom looking through them. And it was, like, a month out. Yeah. And he was like holy shit like <laughs> what is what is this and he was like i've told everyone he's like i told us i told a bunch of people but no one believed me and then when tom saw the photos and it's a great story but yeah that would have been a good year Ron, ronnie talked about that um at the night of champions i wish i could remember the name because i'm not in the story but he he talked about someone saw him at the night of champions and they said he said congratulations he said oh thanks and he goes i'm talking about for the olympia <laughs> oh really? Like yeah. At the night of champions, somebody said, "I'm talking about the Olympia," because he right. was. It was between prejudging and night yeah. at the night of champions, and I don't know who it was, but they they called this shot for the O. They were like, "Yeah, that's why." Yeah. <laughs> you just weren't hearing it in the magazines. It was all about flex. It was just all about yeah, flex. of course. Yeah. You know? How could it, it not be? <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice. What about you, Scott? You haven't you haven't even tossed one in here. Oh uh, man, I pulled the list up. So I could see, and it is crazy when you actually look at it to see like these big chunks of time where it's like Lee Haney, Dorian Yates, Ronnie Coleman, yeah. <laughs> Phil Heath, like these, these these huge blocks. Also, too, when you look back, the first Olympias from 65 to 74, the the first prize was $1,000. Can you believe that? It sounds like a, it sounds like a second tier show now. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> thousand bucks i would say you know what just for the controversy of it i would like to go to the 81 olympia oh the uh, 81 yeah i'd like to go see franco win 
and see the whole spiel that caused all the drama because I've heard all the stories about it, you know. So I'd like to see that, and maybe like one of the like the early shows. Like, where did Sergio well, was sixty well, seven? Wasn't, wasn't Arnold part of that? Wasn't he there? In eighty, he won when sh- when he shouldn't have, right? Well, yeah, yes. that's the story. But then in eighty one, yeah. wasn't he present too? When Franco won, present? I don't. I, don't th- I mean, I don't think he compete and compete. No, no, no. He, no, he didn't there. compete, but what, wasn't he present? I don't know how that went. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. just, just kind of fill the people in briefly on, on the story for those that don't know. Well, from what I understand, he had gyno and he had a torn muscle. He tore his bicep doing uh, one of the world's strongest man competitions carrying a refrigerator. And there was no way in heck that he was supposed to win this thing, but he won. And then after that, everybody, uh, everybody had... Uh, um, protested and they a bunch mm. of guys didn't compete in the olympia the next year because they're like oh this whole thing's fixed and there's no way franco should have won but he right. was like the heir apparent he was like the the right. mini arnold so yeah, yeah there was so much controversy and and uh and i'd just like to go back and see all that but then maybe like what about the early days like i i mean larry scott i feel like i can't quite relate to that but sergio like 67 through 69 like imagine what yeah. that show would have been like. Where was that at? That was in New York. Well, you want to be careful which one you pick because wasn't one of those wins against nobody? Oh, really? Yeah, I Literally. thought that. Yeah, so like they used to hold the Olympia. Like if you remember Pumping Iron, the Olympia and the Universe are like the same day. Yeah, right. They would like hold the Universe, and then whoever wins the Universe can enter the Olympia. Okay, it's all mm-hmm. the guys that have won the Universe. Like that's kind of how it used to be. And I, I think that, that like they had the universe, and then they had the Olympia. And no one entered but Sergio. I thought really? that was one of. I thought that was one of the years he was no uncontested. Kidding. Huh? I'd have to Google that. I could have taken second. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was your. It Damn was it. your your chance. That was my opportunity Dusty. if I had just been alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wow. You know, I was going to say, though, uh, on a separate note that I find interesting is at their peak, based on current judging standards, do I think Franco would have beaten Arnold? I mean, like, he was more complete, like more top dense. to bottom. Yeah, yeah, his legs fit his body. Like, the whole thing yeah. fit better. You yeah. know what 19, I mean? So, like, 1968, Sergio 68. was uncontested. Holy crap. God, I wish I would have taken second in that one. Yeah. Nobody um, bothered. Nobody bothered. That was an easy See, thousand bucks he made that night. I would have went and done it just to get second. All these years later, I could tell people I took second at the Olympia. No one would know I was the only other person. Yeah. yeah. Would have been my best placing ever. Damn it. Yeah, that's <sighs> wild. That's wild. But yeah, that'd be my thought. What else do we have here? We had a we had a, a bunch of stuff still. Let me see if I can pull something else up. I know, Dusty, you had one too. Why don't we cover yeah, Dusty's question? Double. Yeah, where's where's Dusty's question at here? I just texted you. Yes, here it is. Read the right one and then the left one, though, because they come in order. Oh, okay. The right one says, uh, have you helped many competitive bodybuilders transition to a non-competitive, less neurotic lifestyle uh, where they can still enjoy bodybuilding while no longer competing? Uh, and he was probably in loosening, uh, probably like loosening up. On things. Yes. Have we done that besides ourselves? <laughs> uh, I'm not. Uh, people kind of come to me to get real freaky. I'm yeah. 
<laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I have for sure. I've helped. I, I don't know if I've like had many people come to me with that being their main goal or if they've sort of been my clients and then they've decided that that's the goal that they want to change to. You know what I mean? That's what I think I've done. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's probably a lot more common to maybe I've helped someone for several shows and they're like, yeah, I just, I want to just like, you know, ride a bicycle, settle settle (laughs) into like being like, you know, looking good. How do I, how do I, I, well, I get this a lot now. How do I do what you're doing? Like uh, how right. do I balance? Yeah. How do I? Where, what do I do with my diet? How like what are you eating? How you know what I mean? That sort of happy medium that some people want to kind of find for another ten years post competition. <clears throat> yeah, you know? right. And uh, so I have a lot of people ask me that, and and the, the funny thing is like you know like I've gone through before. I don't have really a system. I just sort of like did what worked and just sort of like went by how my workouts were just totally gauged like workout qualities and and what's going on in the gym is like my number one like what i'm doing with and what i use for all my feedback yeah right like why do you do the number of sets you do well because that's the number of sets i can do and not get weaker ah like if i start doing more sets than that i actually lose reps the following workout right it's like i can't Mm -hmm. recover so there's like a recovery recovery management component that is like really huge with what i have to do now Cause I'm training with right. a guy who's training to be bigger. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to train with a guy who's training to be bigger. You got to like pay attention to what's going on in your own body. And you know, we're not in there yeah. like talking about golf and like pumping. Yeah. He's know, getting like, after it. And so are you just getting after it. And I got to be in the zone. And so, you know, I got to know what I can handle. You know, there's quite often he'll do one more exercise than me on some things. Yeah. Right. You know? So that's, do you a, feel, that's a part of it. Do you feel like training with Braden has helped you? to to stay at the level you're at you know what i mean because you've got somebody oh, yeah. there that it kind of keeps you in a way accountable too to to still keep yeah. pushing hard you know oh yeah totally the the you know because i i have a different schedule now i have a lot of things pushing and pulling me in different directions and and uh you know i even notice like let's say let's say he's gone for a week on vacation or something i notice like i'll train at like Maybe I'll train at two thirty today, and then tomorrow I'll train at four. Like I get off schedule. Yeah. Not that not that it's bad. A lot of people can manage that, but it's like there's a lot of things pushing and pulling me, right? But yeah. having mm-hmm. those workouts locked in place really anchors my week. Like I really, yeah. you know, and I try like to you keep said, to it. But, you like yeah. you said too, you're like locked in when you get there. You know, like you have that yeah. focus because you know you you like yeah. you, you owe it to your training partner. You know. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. You know, I gotta like keep up and and there's days when like you know i know there's days when he's tired but i happen to have a good day and yeah. he's like he'll even say like he'll i'll get out of a machine he's like that was a really good set yeah like he'll even say that once in a while i still got the odd real good set in me you know what i mean i would never give you that <laughs> i would never tell you that <laughs> so yeah, no, that's I, good. dusty's the same that's... too you're right because you're i mean now that nikki's getting ready you know that's you're, why you're, i'm doing all this crap yeah, again because yeah. i'm like you know but you know what's interesting about it and this is kind of not answering his question at all but i missed uh these last few weeks like when i start training hard again um the realization of what you know like i was going through the motions i knew that but yeah. they're good workouts they're better than everyone else in the gym so it makes it tricky though because when you tell people like oh this is not how I used to train. I think in the back of their heads, they they assume you're kind of full of it. 
Um, but now that it's coming along and getting more drastic and whatever, it, it's very obvious. You know, I mean, right. I did 24 plates on the leg press the other day after doing hamstrings for 33 reps. Like things oh, yeah, are coming yeah. back that weren't there before, you know, 20, 20 plates for what I get 40, 45 last week. Cause now everything's real high rep range. But when your brain clicks in, it's, it's so much fun again. So I'm going to uh, ride this out until April, May as well. Cause it's fun. Um, yeah. As far as getting out, I think what Ron's doing is the is the best way. I really think you'll never, for me, especially when you start to sh- shrinking on purpose, is there has to be something that you that you the control is what I love about bodybuilding. Like when people saw me in the offseason, I was fat. It was like that wasn't an accident. That was a choice. Shredded. That's a choice. You know what I mean? Everything right. was a choice, even if it was fatter than need to be because you're clean and you ate too much. That was a choice. I, I cannot submit to the idea, especially when you're shrinking down, to just let my body be what it's going to be. I think that that keeps you sane. It's just like, no, any muscle I lost, you know, the Ron's losing, that was on purpose. But he's also in great shape. So it's, you know, this physique is something to be very – I think most people would look at Ron now and be like, oh, I'd much rather look like that. Like I was standing with him when we went to uh, Venice, and Rob Bailey came up and was like, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, like, because it is as your as your goals change, your version of great alters, you know, I mean, I said the same thing when I saw Ian shrinking down. I'm like, he's gonna look awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just have to really fall into that. Already I think the 57 or something. Yeah. 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 I think the guy who asked the question is got to get the mindset hmm. locked, which is body is not who you were. It was just what you did. Yeah, yeah. You still love to train. You still like to eat and do all these things, and you can do them. But as you trim down too, then you can enjoy life, and you don't have to eat out of a Tupperware all the time. You can go to a restaurant with your family or friends and still yeah. eat sensibly. Whereas you know when you're competing, if somebody's like, "Oh, just come in," I'm like, "Sure, I'll be right in." I'd eat in the car. Yeah, I'd come inside and eat, drink yeah. water. Yeah, you know. I, I, I would say one of the things that this process has shown me like this whole like downsizing process and all that stuff and mind you i had a lot of cemented muscle i call it because i trained for so long so somebody who maybe has only been bodybuilding for 10 years might not have the same amount of permanent muscle yeah right you know what i mean like the longer the longer you carry tissue the more it becomes like permanent in a way yeah so there's that that factor that we don't really have the right word for but that factor but aside from that this process has shown me that, and it's, it's, I know some people probably don't understand it, but I'm like very focused on the big things. Like, it's not that I'm not detail oriented. Obviously, details matter. You got to go over the details. But the minutiae that people think matters is that, that I now think, I'm now convinced that it doesn't matter at all. Like it's a complete waste of your time and energy to worry about some of these little things like, you know, like you just in how I kind of experimented, like I didn't eat for like four hours post-workout for like a month. Yeah. I didn't lose a single rep on anything. Right. I was like, oh, 
Like I just sort of repeatedly went through these little kind of like attempts to like, I'm just not going to eat breakfast for like two hours after I get up. I'm just going to drink, work, have some coffee, not eat. And then I'll eat breakfast two hours after I'm already been on. Didn't lose a rep on anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I started. For sure. To, like, it's not that we don't want structure and all that stuff. It's just that uh, people get five minutes off structure and it, it, it ruins their day and it, like yeah. obviously big picture you want to do things right but these little things don't let them break your stride don't let them concern you that yeah. you're training you're getting your food in getting your sleep those are like 95 percent of everything you have to do are those three things yeah and when when people lose their minds over like oh i, I ran out of green beans doesn't matter just get <laughs> yeah. some tomorrow yeah oh i ran out and it doesn't matter just have a shake and go to bed. It doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, part of it's experience too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's you taking. Can, yeah, when you're first new, you're like, you got to do it all right, and then after a while, off. you figure that stuff you've out. Got to right? do it all right over long periods of time. Yeah, right. Yeah. That one, like, oh, like you know, they, they. I I remember being that guy. Like, oh my god, I'm supposed to have chicken for meal four, and I'm out of chicken. Ah, da, da, da. yeah. It's yeah. like you're supposed to have lean protein for meal four. Figure yeah. yeah. <laughs> Careful with the words. Right? There. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and totally. just like all those sorts of things, like a lot of this stuff you're losing your mind over as a really obsessive bodybuilder is a complete waste of your time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you should focus on the main things, torpedo the workout, torpedo the sleep, torpedo nailing your food volume for the day. Like yep. Double up on a meal if you missed a meal. Like just, just don't let it break your stride. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. that's my advice. Like, you know, Green my million. advice starts with twenty-five milligrams of D ball. No, as soon as you sense that your friend took some, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be thirty years old. Also, it's aged like a fine wine. Yeah. So uh, someone told me I got a question for you, Scott. Yeah. Someone asked me. How much Winstrol does 50 milligrams orally a day equal if you oh, use God. injectable Winstrol? I don't know, but I wouldn't take it, especially if it was mm-hmm. water-based. You know what I mean? It may no, be oil-based, but, but, but I but, have but no idea. tricep, yeah. it's no, still no, a sorry. mess. Yeah. So the point of the question, sorry, yeah. the point of the question was, is there a formula for converting an oral-like D-ball no, not that to I an know injectable of. dose? Not like that I know what, of because I think that a lot of it would come down to everybody's individual digestion, but I have no idea. Right. There's got to be there's got to be a difference because I can guarantee you that 50 oral is going to be weaker than putting it directly in your bloodstream. You know what I mean? What that right. number is, I right. don't know. And, and, and apparently, I don't think we can quite measure it. I mean, I'm sure it could be measured, but that would be some pretty specific lab work that you'd have to get done. I don't know how they can do that, you know? Right. I, I remember an old school formula. Oh, really? Yeah, there was an old school formula. So what was it? It was 50 milligrams. Well, the example was for, for Winstrol. Yeah. 50 milligrams a day of Winstrol is like injecting 50 every other day. Okay. That was the old formula. Right. But I don't uh, know how accurate that was. But that's what the old timers used to say. Like, oh, if you got oral D-ball, take yeah. this much. If you got injectable D-ball, half as much, half as often. Like you need 25 every other day or something like that. You know what like? Yeah. It was that sort of a formula. But again, like no actual science to it, but that was like what guys used to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Most of the, okay. the no science stuff 
proved to work out pretty solid. So right, ahead. right. <laughs> it was all like there's no blood plasma being tested, but it was just how many reps they gained was like just yeah. like, the anecdotal evidence. Feels about right. Feels yeah. about right. All right. Wait, eat about, off a square plate. How about this one? Back issue question. It says a question for the next show. Have you guys ever dealt with lower back issues? Actually, uh, we all have at some point or another. Uh, uh, anyways, LOL. Um, if you did, what was wrong? Uh, how did it happen? And how did you work through it and ultimately overcome it? I've been dealing with pretty severe disc bulges for almost a year now. And uh, to say it's hindered my life is an understatement, let alone training. Um, that's based the, the base of the, uh, the question there. Uh, I've had lots of lower back injuries. Yeah. Um, all the way back to when I was like young and I was a really aggressive skier. I've hurt my back, like doing everything I've ever done. I've hurt my lower back riding bikes. I've hurt my lower back skiing moguls. I've hurt my lower back in martial arts. I've hurt my lower back deadlifting, playing football. Just I've had dozens and dozens and dozens of like pop. Oh, can't walk for two days. Like, and then all of a sudden everything releases and you're kind of okay. For, and now you're in a couple weeks later, you're fine. Like, mm-hmm. I had that. Like, and, you know, I've had a couple MRIs on my lower back. I've never had anything wrong with my discs or anything that they've said is a problem. Um, it's all just like stuff seizes up or something gets out of whack, you know, something something freezes mm-hmm. up on you and something goes pop and then it takes two days to get it to let go and you get a massage and then you're okay. So like I've right. had a bunch of that, but I've never had a disc actually bulge on me. Yeah. So yeah. And it was a lot of times a core imbalance. Like mm. I remember I had a real chronic lower back problem for a while where I was physically fine, yeah. but I couldn't do anything. Like if I went to do bent over rows or stiff leg deadlifts, my back f- killed me. But I could like get up and run around the house and I was totally fine. And um, my buddy said, you got to throw your weight belt in the closet for a while. You're too belt dependent. I'd become too belt dependent, he said. Hmm. And it was throwing off my core. And I, I can't remember exactly what he had me do, but he had me do some ab stuff and not use my belt at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I am using it a little too much. Like I was really big at the time and I think I was just wearing it all the time or something. Right. And I started, I started stiff leg deadlifting with no belt. So I went all the way back down to a plate. And then within a month of t- not using my belt for anything, even leg pressing, I couldn't really leg press without my belt. I'd become like dependent on it. Yeah. Wow. And so I had to like sort of drop plates off everything and just train without a belt. And within a month, all my poundages jumped up with no belt and mm. my back was fine. And my lower back problems all went away. So that was one time that was real crazy. Yeah. I, I never had any low back problems, so you can't really help. Says <laughs> the eight hundred pound deadlifter. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, it's weird though because I do think any time I had what Ron said, I just wanted to say one more time. Anytime there was a issue, tightness, anything in my yeah. low back, I. Always go to your PT, go to whoever. Something is off. Something's pulling from somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's an area that people really mess up on. Like I was injuring my adductor very regularly at one point in my career where I got to the gym and it was no longer fun to train because I was like, please don't get hurt today. 
That was mm. how I walked into legs every week, which is my favorite day. I go in there. I see it just keeps having an issue. I go see Jason, which is my PT for years. I had never seen him before. I told him what was up. He goes, oh, yeah, your ankle is locked. Fixed my ankle. Then had to work up, obviously, into the calf a little bit. And never again. Hmm. Like, how that was my ankle, I had no idea. So I just learned at that moment. Like, okay, always need to look at. Don't just think, okay, where am I tight? Like, I think sometimes when guys have a tight low back, obviously he's talking about bulging discs, but low back tightness, it's like, that could be your glute. It could be your hip. It could be a lot of things. So make sure that where the pain is coming from is actually the injury because a lot of times it's not. Yeah. It's huge. You know, referral pain. Yeah. Yeah. Disc bulge, uh, yeah, I got nothing on you. Sorry. Yeah, I can't say anything about disc bulges, but I had had a lot of – back issues earlier on to the point like I trained for it when I got serious I trained for a couple of years and I hurt my lower back so bad that I I had to take like I trained for two years and then I took six months off I got to a point where like I just kept getting re-hurt and I couldn't even walk at a point like for two weeks mm-hmm. and I was like you know what I finally got back in the gym and I was like I'm just going to be one of those guys who only trains upper body like I guess that's all I can do like no legs for me right. and and eventually I got over that but I always kept having small issues and I also, my glutes never really developed really well. And then I finally decided one day, I was like, you know what, that's it. I'm going to grow my glutes. And a couple of the clients I worked with were bikini pros. And I was like, you know what? And they're local. I was like, Hey, I'm coming to the gym with you guys. I'm going to go through one of your glute workouts and learn some shit. So I did that and I learned a bunch of glute exercises and I picked out like a couple that I liked and I just started doing them religiously. And I, I talked about it on the podcast too, on Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. And I was like, I'm going to do like a glute transformation, guys. And I swear to God, my glutes grew so fast because it was like I never hit them properly before. Right. Right. And as a side effect, guess what? My low back was became like bulletproof. So there's right. that, you know, it was like years go. of this shit. And so then you I, had an imbalance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's I think what a lot of it comes from. There's some, yeah. something wrong with something's not strong enough for something else. Yeah. For sure. We had a few more. Let me see what else we had here. We wrap this thing up. Um, oh, there was a great comment here. If I can find that one really quick. Um, yeah. So we were talking about um, feeling the muscle. If you guys remember that one, yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Should you feel? This was my favorite comment on that episode. He said, uh, "I feel like I'm about to die on the hack squat. The feeling, the quads part starts the next day." That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's that's perfect. That, that topic got that topic w- was was a good one because. It's all like there's so many nuances and it can mean so many different things to different levels of people and and it matters what exercise you're on and yeah there was a lot to say about that you know like some people were really upset that we were like you don't always have to feel everything you know yeah, yeah. and then some some people were almost thought that we were too far their way like yeah screw the feeling people yeah it was was like whoa 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 whoa. we're just talking about you know we're just throwing ideas around here yeah but um but yeah yeah that kind of kind of ties in with our opening topic a little bit like like you know for a lot of people they just have to get stronger they have to get under some put some stress on the body get under some like is the bar moving from point a to point b and your form is good 
Yeah. Okay. Stack those plates. Yep. Let's get going. You know what I mean? Like Agreed. we can, we can now worry about all the other nuance as you put on your first 50 pounds of muscle. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Get there first. You know? Yeah. Like as you're putting on the 50 pounds of muscle, you'll learn what's all this stuff means. But for now, get that bar going up and down and with good form. And yeah. if yep. it looks great and the bar is moving, keep loading. So yep. it, there, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, Dusty, you brought this up to us on text a few weeks ago. I can't remember which episode it was, but you were like, hey, I think that that episode really touched a lot of people that like there was a lot of people that were like going through some stuff that commented. And this is one of those comments that we got a couple episodes ago. Um, he said, Hey guys, I wanted to say thank you for the encouragement. A couple weeks ago, I, uh, made a comment about things being difficult and uncertain in my future right now. Um, but you know what? Uh, I've been destroying these workouts since then. I cracked a smile reading what you guys had to say. Uh, nerdy and emotional, I know. Uh, my takeaway reminder I got from you guys was perspective, uh, perspective, perspective. My perspective is where it should be now. And uh, he said a little bit more from there. I, I didn't hit the read more button. But he also mentioned, too, that he's in early recovery. So I wanted to say shout out to him. And, you know, shout out to everybody that's going through stuff. Because yeah. I can tell you what, as a fan of podcasts, long time before I ever was part of one, sometimes your podcast, man, it's like we love talking about bodybuilding. But it's more than that. It, it's it's a way like it keeps you company, gives you perspective. And all, it's something yeah. I can really relate to, you know. I, yeah. I was really uh, happy with a lot of the, the comments that we got on the Hollingshead episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there was, uh, I know James always, with James, you know you're going you know to get some good stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. Like, you know it's coming. And uh, so, you know, near the end there, he, he really, he really kind of said some stuff that I noticed a lot of people commented on. And yep. uh, it was good. It's good to be able to off. You know, I mean, we, we come in here to have fun and we crack some jokes and, you know, a little bit of that, but, but it's nice to know that we deliver the occasional, you know, nugget of valuable, I don't know, life philosophy in yeah. there somewhere. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> One every six months. Um, One every six months. <laughs> you got it. You got it for now, guys. We'll see because you again of in July. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's it. We're good, buddy. That is it. Okay. Ooh, so we, we have something to... else later this week, oh, yeah. right? We're gonna we have a oh yeah. So you guys will have yeah. a special little keep... addition to tune into. Yeah, yes. we're gonna we're gonna have a Saturday episode for you guys. So keep your eyes peeled back by uh, popular demand, and uh, right. we look forward to it. So remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. And remember, I am mutant.com, Isosurge. Get your all in, and everyone should be on the gear. Okay, thanks, Evan. Remember, it's just bodybuilding.